0: I'm Julie, I'm Kalea, and you're listening to the latest episode of Girls With Fun. Thanks for joining us. Every week we get together and chat about something on our mind about BTS. Sometimes we're silly and sometimes we're serious, but
1: we're always creating a podcast by ARMY for ARMY. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode.
0: Okay, Um, welcome back to another week of Girls With Fun. How are you doing today?
1: great doing great it's a sunny saturday so it is
0: you know i thought it was gonna be wow. raining today but it's looking quite nice so yeah we are picking up right where we left off um we did the black army panel on the previous episode and so yeah we're just gonna pick it right back up
1: yeah i mean We always say that we're going to have a strict time frame for ourselves and we never do it. So I don't know why, (laughs) like when we invite our friends to the podcast, that like we would be able to do so miraculously suddenly. So, yeah, it's split up into just a continuation of the same day um, to kind of spare everyone. But um, I think part two is just as good as part one. Super interesting and definitely uh, my favorite like interviews that we've done
0: yeah um this i would say this half of the interview gets a little bit heavier into the topics or into the content i should say um so please keep an open mind also understand that everyone's opinions are their own and they are merely that um yeah (laughs) like just so you know uh but yeah let's just get right into the episode Um, so have you guys personally experienced or seen anti-black sentiments or racism from other ARMY or K-pop fans online or offline? (laughs) (laughs) Brianna's laughing. Please, (laughs) please share. Okay.
2: Okay. So, um, I don't know if I've experienced it from other ARMY. I'm trying to like think. It's kind of hard to tell because I have a YouTube channel and, um, you know, sometimes you can't really go by a person's username to know, like, who they're a fan of. But I have done some, I guess, uh, touchy topics on my YouTube channel about K-pop and, you know, cultural appropriation and things like that. Um, and I've had a lot of K-pop stands comment and say things like, oh, well, you're Black, so you guys don't even buy K-pop albums anyway. You're not giving any money to this K-pop group, so... Your opinion really doesn't matter. Start buying merch and maybe then we could talk. And I've had people say, oh, well, um, I can't remember what which video this was, but I did another video about some K-pop artist or some K-pop group and someone said, oh, well, they don't make music for you anyway. They make music for Koreans or whatever. So I definitely, so this is like, and I'm not just talking about like, army this is just like k-pop in general to me it feels like you know if you're happy and you're supporting the group and everything then you are welcomed into the space but sometimes it's like the moment that you as a black person call out something that you feel like is wrong or is offensive to black people a lot of non-black fans will come in and be like oh well you're not a real fan and shut up and i'm gonna report your video and like get it taken down and do all this stuff mm-hmm. and I see that that's, like, a common thing. Not all K-pop fans, but a lot of them are like that, and they try to silence Black fans. And it's really sad because I if you know. listen to, like, especially with BTS, if you listen to their message and you listen to some of the things they're saying in their songs, you wouldn't be acting like that. So.
0: Yes. I, I You guys yeah. can't see, like, the video, um, but I just wish you guys could have seen, like, everyone's, like, collective, like, black
1: confusion when everyone
0: was talking. It was the thing. Yeah. But I wish I had recorded that. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christine, I see your hand raised.
3: Yeah, so I actually experienced something similar to this. So I had a uh, army who was in my English and painting class, and so I read her essay, and I was like, "Oh, you like BTS?" And she was like, "Yeah, they cool, you know." And she wasn't a person of color, but as soon as we went to painting class, and she was with her other friends, and I tried to talk to her, she kind of like brushed me off, like, "Ugh, we ain't talking about that in painting class. I don't know you." Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, (laughs) I guess." And then I know I saw um, a story, some other girl, she was in class and she tried to talk to some other people who um, listen to BTS and they turned around and told her, ew, BTS doesn't like black people. Oof! Wow. Wow did you see
4: saying Christina? you got me ready to fight somebody <laughs> <laughs> no that hasn't <laughs> happened to me
3: it was someone else but I was like no. you working your little painting
2: because I'm gonna get this a <laughs> <laughs>
0: didn't want to talk to you anyways
4: right Exactly.
0: wow yeah I haven't like personally experienced anything but the some of the things that I just see online right it just makes you sick to your stomach. Like, especially during, like, the whole, like, Black Lives Matter thing. And then around that same time, like, you was having that controversy with, like, what do you think? Yeah. And I still feel like to this day there are fans that um, try to, like, silence Black fans over that issue um, and try to, like, call them, like, not real fans for, like, having a problem with it. Um, it just makes me, like, really upset, right? Like why is it whenever we have an issue with something we are always um like told to shut up, basically, they always want us to be silent um we can't have an opinion on anything, um but everybody else can have an opinion, but whenever black people have an opinion, it's like it, they always have an argument for something right, why we're wrong um mm-hmm. it, it, yeah it just makes life really frustrating. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they'll literally do like mental gymnastics. Yes. Invalidate what you're saying <laughs> like, "Oh, well, if this is this then this is that way, like no, stop doing backflips. That's no, <laughs> we're not doing that."
0: Exactly. Like I know you love your your group, right? You love your members, but there's opportunity for them to learn and like change, like we're not trying to like cancel them or get them like fired or whatever we just want like them to not do whatever they did again you know right. like we're asking for too much so i don't know why it has to be like oh you like oh they just come with all like the racial slurs like trying to like tell you you're not a fan because you feel this way and oh my god the way they defend yeah, them that's when just, it really
2: comes out yeah i think it's definitely linked to like the whole idol culture thing. I think idol Mm -hmm. culture is something else and that's part of it because some of these people forget that idols are people and that they make mistakes and that sometimes they're wrong. So I think a lot of times when black fans are speaking out about issues like that, it's like we're almost like ruining that fantasy of that person being perfect and doing no wrong. So then it's like, okay, shut up. (laughs) Like, don't Mm -hmm. say anything. Mm. Yeah.
1: It is interesting, because even in general, generally speaking, there's, like, very little room for dissent or, like, criticism.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no one can have, like, an opinion on anything, um, especially if it means that their idols is going to be wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they have to be pretty much blameless. And, like, people mess up, you know? hmm
2: yeah, I do think it is idol
0: culture, specifically.
2: Because you could be like, oh, your bias says the sky is purple. And someone will say, oh, well, you know, from where he stands on the earth, it might look purple to him. <laughs> Meanwhile, we all know the sky is blue. <laughs> we know it's blue. You don't take up for him. He's wrong. <laughs> but, but I feel like that's kind of the general culture around sometimes, like, K okay, idols and fan relationships. It's like nobody wants to admit that the human being that you admire is a human being and capable of wrong and it's 100 percent okay to call that out and black fans should be allowed to do that
0: <laughs> yeah well i think this ties into like the next question like what does black culture mean to you i think the the issue is that they don't really see black culture as a culture mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why they always have an issue with it so so what does black culture mean to you
2: i feel like it's it's different to everyone um like you can't pinpoint what black culture is but I think what is often the confusing point for like people who uh debate with black fans about what we argue is our culture or whatnot is the fact that black culture is so popular and everywhere um like from slang to music to style you know and aesthetics like It's everywhere. And people don't realize that a lot of the things that they regularly use or say or do are a part of black culture. Like, I don't know, literally, there's so many things going through my mind of what you could possibly say, like chains coming back into style or whatnot, or even like the curvier physique right now that models want and stuff. That's (laughs) a part of black culture of like jokes that we say and stuff. Like if you've used the phrase, um, you know, like, not whatever that's black culture and i think a lot of people contribute that to being like a part of like uh internet slang is what i often see it being like oh that's internet slang but no it's not <laughs> it's not <laughs> you found that on black twitter <laughs> when we were talking and it became a popular phrase so i think like in spaces black culture uh has diffused around like just the world in general so i think that. Becomes part of like the issue sometimes is that people don't really have a pinpoint for it because so much of what we know as normal is black culture, but it's kind of everything it's everything to me at least. Um, Of course, there are like spaces where they feel particularly black like just to think of like, you know me thinking right now of like TikTok videos where they're like who's invited to the cookout like that's black culture to me and even specifically that's like black army culture when we say Namjoon would go to the cookout like (laughs) those are just like little funny jokes and stuff that are a part of like our culture and how we identify and how we view our family and norms and whatnot but yeah I think to me it's everything I don't know if that makes sense but (laughs) that's my take.
0: Yeah, black culture has definitely become popular culture. (laughs) Um, So I I think because those lines are like blurred, um, that's where people have trouble distinguishing between the two. And they make the assumption that, well, this isn't necessarily uh, specific to black culture. Like, well, no, yes, it is. It's just become popular. Um, Not just like in the US, but like worldwide. Like, you know, like things that we do, are seen and they're um emulated like people copy us (laughs) that's just how it goes yeah
2: no that's so true it's definitely like black culture is definitely like commercialized now it's popular and I think that sometimes the version of it that we see in media and in k-pop is definitely watered down and sometimes (laughs) to be honest with you sometimes when I, like, for example, I was listening to this K-pop group, um, like, a couple weeks ago, and the rapper said, no cap, and I was like, I know we didn't say no cap, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I literally rewinded the music video, went back to the subtitles, I was like, oh my god, he did say no cap, like, <laughs> it it's almost, it almost didn't, like, feel right, if you know what I mean, Yeah, but I was like, yes. okay, like, <laughs> cool, I guess, I don't, I don't know.
4: it's really hard to say how i feel about it because it's like i get that the lines are blurred but at least at least make sure that the black influencers are seen and not just the white people who are saying it or people who are not of color are saying it that's my issue is you guys are taking something from somebody so small who doesn't even have a following and blowing it up and making it pop culture. And I'm like, but it wasn't. <laughs> and you, you basically <laughs> just took this and ran with it. <laughs> that No, I 100% agree. And I mean, I, I understand that, you know, once everybody starts doing at that point, yes, it's, it's pop culture, but... <laughs> It's it, It's really hard for me to really say.
2: No, I get what you mean. Because I feel like, um, and especially more recently, I felt like it's hard to put it into words what our culture is when it's been so diffused as much. And it's hard to pick, like or not pick, but to define what is defined as ours. When I, and I say ours like Black culture, what like what belongs to us when so many people use and do things that we like typically assign to our culture? Like I don't know, just think of like the word cis being used <laughs> when somebody else said cis to me and they were not black for the first time. I was like, oh, what? I mean, okay, but that's not something I'm used to hearing out of other people's mouths. So I I don't know. It's like it's hard to define specifically i think more so in this time period than ever
0: yeah yeah black culture is not a monolith right like not everyone's gonna have the the same experiences or grow up in the exact same way but there are things that connect us right like Mm -hmm. it, it, it could be anything right like black people in like a certain area of the u.s may have like similar experiences But they may have completely different experiences for people on, like, the West Coast or, like, up North and things like that. But there are still things that, like, unite us. Um, And what I feel like K-pop likes to do uh, is take those things and... um, Play with them. Yeah, like, just profit off of them. They just like to market it. Um, And I I think that they... They have to recognize that they have like responsibility in doing that, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like it, it's not something that can just be played with. Like like you said, like this is an entire, entire culture that you're dealing with here.
4: Yeah. So wh- Okay. So my 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 conflict is is when does it become gatekeeping? Is the big like red flag word that people have been using oh you're gatekeeping mm-hmm. like why why is that now considered a thing and how is this something that we can say well it's not really gatekeeping this is something we created on our own and we want to keep it to us or we want to not that we want to keep it to ourselves but like hey if you are going to use it at least you know represent have respect yeah have respect or represent you know i feel like when it comes to black people
2: sometimes our saying of like how we want our culture to be like respected or acknowledged in a kinder light that immediately becomes gatekeeping for others whether or not we're like truly trying to gatekeep or keep people from experiencing culture or not so it's hard to say i I just oh sorry i didn't want to
0: no no you go
2: i just wanted to say like um Kalea um, earlier said how black culture isn't a monolith. And I think that's the hard thing with gatekeeping because, um, like, with a lot of issues, like, Mm -hmm. I'll see, like, a lot of Western black fans say one thing, like, oh, yeah, like, this is cultural appropriation, it's not cool, whatever. And then you'll have, like, other black fans that aren't from the West say, oh, well, you're just seeing it from, like, A Western viewpoint Mm -hmm. like an American viewpoint so it's really hard to like you know it's really hard I guess to say like okay like this is cultural appropriation like you guys shouldn't do this this is why it's um offensive Mm -hmm. because so many of us have like so many different views you know what I mean yeah like being black is not the one all be all <laughs> because there's so many different right. ways we show up as black so mm-hmm. uh, yeah i get it i get what you're it's saying tricky. yeah
0: yeah i was just gonna say i just want to know why why is it always our culture that has to be like shared
4: because <laughs> we pop in That's <laughs> a one. because honestly I, okay could you could you guys imagine if any of your favorite k-pop or even like uh american artists decided to do a traditional like indian dance Mm -hmm. within their music videos Mm -hmm. could you imagine what kind of outrage that would have even from like most anybody of color they'd be like what in the world were you thinking like yeah that's something sacred to them
0: yeah yeah Yeah. and for me it's like okay you're not just like um partaking in like black culture you're almost making a parody out of it the way they do these concepts right Mm -hmm. like you're you're not just trying to like do cultural exchange it doesn't really feel genuine right there's something wrong with cultural exchange i think that's like the root of the problem here whenever they do it it always feels like almost like you're mocking us right Mm -hmm. because then they'll they'll like dress up like us or they'll try to speak like us and then they'll go on an interview and then somebody will say like uh, do you have any talents uh, yeah I can speak like a black person yeah. or they'll have like oh um you live in the U.S. abroad can you like do impersonations of like black the people black like what kind of is that yeah like I'm not a joke to you you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like why why is that okay right there's never like a clear distinction of like I'm partaking in your culture I'm super interested in it um I, I find it like really exciting. I love everything about it. No, it's always like I'm doing this because I'm getting, I'm making a dollar off of it and I'm gonna go home at the end of the day and I'm gonna take these little cornrows out of my head but and I'm gonna lay down at night. Yeah, I'm gonna lay down at night and I don't give a damn about black people. Yeah. Like, you know, like I'm gonna look at a black person on the street and like damn near spit at them or like I don't care about black issues. That's what it always comes off like. You always see it happening with like these idols, like they a lot of them really do not care about black people.
2: I think that's when it shows up the most in like interviews, when they're put on their spot for their talents and stuff, the the little kind of racism pops out <laughs> and you're just like, wait a second. Why is uh,
0: the things you recognize as your own culture? Why is that a joke now? Why is that funny? Yeah, exactly. Like we got you in 4k doing blackface right now. <laughs> not 4k. And you think it's funny. <laughs> like it's not funny, right? Like I'm not a joke to you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's almost like some of these idols. It, it's almost like they see um, black culture or blackness as like a trend, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. It's almost like that's. I mean, it's almost like a costume that they can just like. Yeah. Kind of like what Kalea was saying. It's like a costume they can just put on and take off and one thing like you mentioned like blatant blackface and stuff i f- i don't know if you guys have seen this this isn't related to bts but have you guys seen that video of jyp
1: oh, uh, yeah
2: performing with all the yeah. people in blackface and that's the he i feel like he's a perfect example of someone who literally has made his whole empire black culture of, like, profiting on black culture and cultural appropriation. he just came out with um well, he's doing like the whole disco thing now. Like he had a song with um Sunmi and um, and then recently he did a song with Rain and it it's literally like one of Bobby Brown's songs. Oh, Bobby. oh yeah. I, saw that. I did. A complete I ripple. did. Yeah, yeah. And and so I was like I remember I was on YouTube and someone was talking about it and I was reading the comments and some Korean person was like, "Oh, well, if you look at the Melon um the Melon like website where they have uh-huh, yeah. charts, he mentioned Bobby Brown in the like whatever the description of the song and he mentioned Bobby Brown like um in his interview and he has like a practice room in the JYP studio named after Bobby Brown and I was like, but did Bobby Brown get any coin? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, if Bobby Brown didn't get any coin, then I don't care. This is right. like you're stealing. Yeah. Period. You're watering it down. So But, yeah, that's my issue, too. It's kind of like, you know, in K-pop, black culture is a trend that we can just, like, take and, like, kind of make fun of and make money off of. It's kind of weird sometimes.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, speaking to that whole JYP thing, I think recently the two of, like, the TWICE members, like, did a remake off of that, right?
2: Yes, and I was like, are you bored? You, I mean, you guys need Got 7 back or something. They do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the wound is too fresh. Most-
4: yes, yeah, so they do
1: a
0: remake and okay, it's supposed to be based off of Bobby Brown, right? That's the inspiration for the song. Every little but stuff. then yeah. yeah, and then one of the girls is wearing an outfit where she's dressed kind of like LL Cool J, so I'm like, do you even like fully understand Mm-mm. like black culture like you're like mixing up different people like we don't all look the same like they have two like separate careers so that's how you can just tell that it's like not genuine like first of all I feel like if you have to um like dress up like us do your hair to try to look like us like start speaking like us um i'm questioning if you are actually like that talented like if you can't get the point across that like you are um authentic in your work that like you are a good rapper that you're like a good singer you're a good dancer or whatever if you have to like dress up in order to do that to make that point get across then i feel like you need to go back and like reevaluate like (laughs) your own talent um because something's not right here Like, point blank, period. Like, my culture is not your concept. And I think that's what I'm sick of seeing. Um, Stop making a concept out of my culture, right? You do it. You do it for a little bit. You do a little jig for your music video. And at the end of the day, like, you don't care about us anymore. Yeah.
2: I totally agree. And I was, like, not arguing, but I was kind of, like, going back and forth with someone about this. And they were, like, oh, well, um, you know, because you were talking about... um, Uh, what's her name Chaeyoung and Dahyun from Twice and Chaeyoung was the one one who had the braids and so I was like well yeah they're not box braids but they're braids and she's got like the bucket hat and like the hoops and everything and she's only doing this because it's a new jack swing or like 90s hip-hop concept so the person was like oh well it's not cultural appropriation and blah 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 and I'm like okay think about this would Che young have these raggedy braids not, raggedy. <laughs> not even the, end, <laughs> the ends weren't even done I mean they weren't even braided to her scalp like it was crazy I was like would she have this hairstyle if it was not a hip-hop concept ask yourself that and there's your answer you don't need to do that just because it's a black or like hip-hop concept you can do the song without the outfits and everything
4: okay got so- a costume. So, back to BTS, and, like, just, like, how you're saying, like, you don't need all of that to get your concept across, like, with Singularity, V-Song, does he dress in, like, a hip-hop or, like, a and b style outfit? No. Exactly. Uh For, for, um, what other song was it? For when they do like their 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 extra videos like on their Bangtan bombs when they were dancing to chris brown and all mm-hmm. that stuff were they dressed like anything from black culture no like mm-hmm. they look just fine and you can get your point across by dancing really really well like their dance moves was really captivating you it's not about the way you're dressing if yep. you can, if you can convey that concept across in your your sound and your movements nothing else matters like looks doesn't matter
0: exactly exactly Having those
4: box sprays, none of that none <laughs> like but not gonna say i'm not gonna say that bts hasn't done that because they have because back when they were just debuting when they gave oh, you yes. those those cornrows and let's let's not forget Um, i was like well who who (laughs) thought this was a good idea (laughs) yeah (laughs) at least it was a good perm (laughs) namji's perm is a good perm but but yonki's wig i was like who
1: who thought this was a good idea (laughs) i guess there's a natural transition here oh sorry go jess no go ahead it lagged no but i see one of the questions that Kalea had what are your thoughts on like bts's earlier hip-hop concepts from debut to 2015
2: yeah well I, i'm gonna have to disagree with christine because namjoon's hair was, was, was <laughs> it wasn't doing it for me but like, <laughs> just, like just said i feel like they one thing about bts like a lot of people bring up stuff oh well RM did this and Namju did this and what about this? I do feel like they've grown a lot and I I feel like they've kind of taken notes and and have learned from some of those like things that they did that maybe like weren't that culturally um, appropriate I guess so I will say that I feel like they've definitely grown as artists and I think that now they kind of understand like what is appropriate and what isn't like I haven't been okay, so, doing anything like that lately. So, also, in my defense,
4: to to oh. go ahead.
3: In my defense, <laughs> I thought he was mixed until I found <laughs> out later.
4: So I was like, okay, I see a little, a little curl. I see something.
2: <laughs> okay,
4: <laughs> but I like you said. Could you imagine what the response would be if BTS did Idol in a full like African style, like fully African style? Could you imagine what the response to that would have been?
2: Yeah, that would have been crazy. And I think with BTS, like, their international fan base is so huge compared to some of these other groups that they know that, like, they know what's wrong, but they also know, like, no, that would not fly. I think some of these other groups, like, some of them have smaller international fan bases, and they're primarily just Korean. Um, they're just kind of pandering to, a, like, a Korean or East Asian audience. You know, it's kind of different for them.
4: But
3: I think now they know, because back oh, yeah, then, yeah, going back to when you know Arm said the N word, we knew it was from influence from hearing a lot of like rap music, and we were like, no, you can't say that. He learned his mistake grew from that. But I think now enough groups who are trying to copy that hip hop style, they know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. They, just they don't should care. know. They just don't care.
0: They should know. First of all, like I don't want to say like RM has like no blame for that, but let's get on Shinwa for a second for like constantly using the Ooh. N-words in their songs, right? Like they were just doing a cover of their songs, but that group constantly uses the <laughs> N-words in their songs. What's up with that? Like it's not adding anything to the lyrics of your songs, right? Why are you doing this? So yeah, I, I don't wanna like take it away from R.M., but, like, that group is just mad in general.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like, how Koreans are mad when people go over there thinking it's a K-drama. I feel like back then it was the same with a lot of them viewing rap music. Like, oh, they're saying it, we think it means this, but now you know.
0: Yeah, and, and like, there's no... I just feel like especially in twenty twenty one, there's like no excuse for no excuse. like oh I didn't I didn't know or like, Yeah, sorry, like we didn't know, or the fans defending them, like, Yeah, they don't know. Like that this is not talked about in Korea. Like, first of all, um, are you from there? did you receive a Korean education? Like, stop acting like Koreans live in, like, a cave yeah, or something like that. Like, they have, like, the that. fastest... I'm like, oh, you, you must
2: were. be new. You just got here. I'm gonna let you get through that yeah. phase. They got <laughs> BET over there. <laughs> of you they thing. have, like, they got the B-T. B-T.
0: internet in the world. Like, Google is one click away. Like, mm-hmm. stop trying to make it seem like they, they can't accept, like, any blame. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, like, dumb. They don't know anything. Like, no, these are, like, smart people, just like you and me.
3: Right. <laughs> that reminds me. If y'all want a good laugh, you need to watch the audition round for Show Me The Money. Oh, no. <laughs> They'll tell you right there. <laughs> Show you the know. money is so embarrassing. Because I know on a recent season.
2: I what? said showing you the money is so embarrassing. Oh, okay. Sorry, I have a well, lag.
3: Heck, yeah. So I guess on this recent season, during like a battle round, one of the rappers said an N-word and everyone was just like shocked. Mm-mm. So they know it's not okay to say. He got kicked off by Good. That. Good. But yeah, they know.
2: Yeah, that's like the common excuse that like some fans will say, like, oh they didn't know, you know. Like I don't know. They don't have Google maybe, but they have Neighbor. so like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah (laughs) it's just really weird like i'm glad that bts have like kind of moved past it but i guess from their like earlier concepts because like we were saying earlier you really don't you don't have to dress like us to get the point across like look at them now how they're doing now and they're doing like just fine um and like it's not like hurting their rap credibility in any kind of way it's not hurting their like singing credibility in any kind of way because Mm -hmm they're not dressed in, like, hip-hop concepts. Like, it's just unnecessary. Um, But it is a learning process because what was that? Just 2019 when, like, Chicken Noodle Soup and J-Hope had those, like, gel twists or whatever. That was, like, a whole controversy that was going on. Like, you know, like, okay, that's another example of, okay, you could do this and you look cool as hell doing this music video. But you don't have to try and, like, mimic, like, twists that we have or, like, anything to just, to like, your point across, right? Like, I love you, but like, it's really not necessary. I, I thought this video was like super cool mm-hmm. without it, you know? Like, you would have danced, and it would look cool without those hairstyles. And and I think that these artists have to like assume some kind of responsibility when they do actively, um, like mm-hmm. use our culture, right? Like, for instance, um, Kai in the mm video, or right, he's like
2: not
0: the shiny do-rag he's wearing a do-rag he's wearing a do-rag right? but he keeps calling it a headpiece like him his like other members everyone keeps looking at it and they're calling it a headpiece and I'm like it's not a headpiece like say what it is it's a do-rag like let people know what it is let people know what it's for but you don't know what it's for you just see it and you think oh that's cute I'm gonna put it on for my video and it's gonna like you know it's gonna look good it's gonna I was so credit. surprised it wasn't even all right it
2: wasn't
4: even all right how how did it it? It just tie it yeah okay how about this he just not wear it and he wouldn't look still sexy as hell i mean he he
0: He he really would we didn't need that yeah exactly like that's the whole point like you would have looked fine without it, and like, and that's a that's a prime example of something that's very specific to Black culture, and even more specifically, Black American culture. And there's like a whole mm-hmm. like history and like reasons why we wear this do rag, like the purpose of it, right? The stigma against wearing these do rags and things like that. There's so much that goes into like this one article of, I guess you call it clothing, or like this one accessory, mm-hmm. right? But people don't know that. But you now have a responsibility to like let other people know and like say it correctly. Don't try and like rename it and just call it like a headpiece. No, say what it is. Head rag. Yeah. Like oh It's just so frustrating. Um We only have like a few minutes here or i know julie has to like drop at nine so i want to see like what we can get to but i know we said we were going to talk about ahl so i wanted to see what your guys thoughts were on ahl like have you watched american hustle life um i know it's very uh controversial (laughs) controversial whatever within the fandom um (laughs) so i wanted to see what your your thoughts were on this topic i'm embarrassed i'm not gonna lie yeah it's cringy
3: but deep it down inside i'm like ooh, okay i see with the grapes bone outside i'm like can we just delete it please <laughs> please
2: <laughs> i feel like it's it's a very funny chapter of like bts's like reality show kind of things or whatever and it was especially fun at the time to see them like come to america and experience america um and as a Black fan, I was excited to see them interact with Black people. However, a lot of those interactions just make me feel like, uh, uh and I don't know what Coolio was trying to tell them, but no, 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 no. I think the only thing that I appreciate from that is was seeing them try to flirt with these Black women. It was hilarious. They were not paying them any attention, really. It was funny. Uh, that that's what I liked of it but most of it is cringy most of it is like I do not see it I look away <laughs> it started trending again and I don't know why on TikTok
3: with the greats well, because
4: of the highlights like of them you know interacting with black women and then I think it was one scene where um Namjoon because Namjoon was always uh, I think people were looking at their lyrics and found out that he was into heavy set women and I think that that clip of him like singing to that girl sitting at the bar was starting oh. to circulate again. Talking about, uh, oh, he really okay. does like chick girls. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's so funny, man. Fans we will revive anything. <laughs> it's yeah. almost yeah. like we'll an inside anything. joke within our community now. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it, it's cringy, but at the same time, I think. It's okay to look back at that and laugh because they've grown a lot since then, and mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just how I look at it. I'll never yeah. forget though the scene when they were talking to the girls. Jungkook looked so scared. <laughs> oh my gosh, he was so nervous. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm like, Poor baby. Okay? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I-, I feel like the concept of A H L was right, right? Like right. BTS were so like good intent. Yeah, they were so set on like being like authentically hip-hop right but then you like Mm -hmm. know nothing about hip-hop outside of like Nam June. like i mean it was like (laughs) a few of (laughs) them nobody like actually knew right they just had like all these like preconceived notions about like hip-hop and stuff like that so what what they were trying to do i feel like was right some elements of it yes were like very weird but i wish that these companies if they if they want to have their groups partake in black culture so much like do some kind of like training you know like do some kind yeah. of like cultural appropriation training do some kind of like training on like black history and stuff like that right because you can't make your whole career like <laughs> stand on the backs of like black culture but then you like know nothing about it right it just makes you look silly um so i feel like what they were going for with ahl was right and i feel like some fans will be like oh like i'm not watching that like oh it's so cringy like it's so hard to watch and stuff but i feel like how can you like fully know their like history um if you don't watch one part of it like if you just skip over one part of it
4: okay right. i have something to say about that i feel like those same people are the same ones who are like oh i can't stand bts's old music
0: oh yeah that probably goes and they handy, are man. dead wrong
4: <laughs> yeah literally because yeah. I when I first watched AHL, I really enjoyed it. Like even with the cring- cringy parts, I enjoyed the fact that they were learning about gospel music. Mm-hmm. They were learning about uh black, you know, dances from black dancers <laughs> and the fact that they I mean, the Coolio part was probably the cringiest part for me personally. <laughs> I that I could not watch that part because I felt like Coolio had no idea who BTS was or like what their goal was when they came there. And then like the the challenge was so silly and stupid and I was like what is this? <laughs> but everything else the challenges to me everything else seemed genuine in the fact that they were really trying to embrace uh you know this 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 sort of culture and make sure they're doing it in the most proper way possible in terms of you know Korean music.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I feel like fans have an issue with them like doing a music video with black women like that just fueled their fire (laughs) and like like hate for us Mm
2: -hmm. yeah and I definitely agree about like AHL I think the intent like the good intent was definitely there but going off of what Kalea mentioned about how some of these idols should be getting like like Cultural sensitivity training. I actually saw something on YouTube that was really cool. I don't remember the name of the girl group, but basically, there was like a girl group and they did a video with some, like, I don't know, cultural trainer, and she was actually teaching them about cultural appropriation, about black culture. I don't know if you guys have seen that, like, about, like, black hairstyles, why you shouldn't do this, why you shouldn't do that. I vaguely remember I seeing this, but I cannot tell you the group that it was. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I watched it. It was The group was called Yours. I don't know if they've actually, like, debuted yet or whatever, but it was a girl group called Yours, I think. Uh,
2: yeah, like, I didn't watch the whole video, but, like, I feel like if more companies would do something like that, but not just, like, cultural appropriation about, like, black music and stuff as well i mean i think it would stop a, a lot of like these like dumb kind of scandals that come out in k-pop yeah it would be really
0: helpful yeah mm-hmm. and, and not just the group needs to watch it like the stylists need to watch yeah, it the, the whole team people, the yeah. props like the like everybody needs Cardenas to watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> watch these trainings for sure yeah um I I guess I have I know, like, which question do I want to ask in this last like few minutes? Okay, this was an interesting question that I saw somewhere. Um, are black fans responsible for cultural appropriation in K-pop? Have we assisted the widespread use of our culture in K-pop? Ooh.
3: No. No, it's not not our job to educate them,
2: especially Mm. in 2021. Thank you. And I don't think we've assisted. I mean, I'm sure there has been Black culture spreading or not spreading, but being like appropriated even before, like the big arena of Black fans have been into K-pop. I mean, shoot, when you think of like 90s K-pop groups, a lot of them were R&B inspired, not to say that they were Mm -hmm. culturally appropriation, but, you know, things go where they go (laughs) like if there's diversity in one section sometimes there tends to also be appropriation or just you know miscommunication between like what is culturally appropriate and respected and whatnot so I feel like that's not something that we've contributed more to but it is something Mm -hmm. that we I think maybe address more now that there is a larger black fan base.
3: If they have enough time to research lyrics and outfits and sets they have enough time to research the basic stuff yeah
2: yeah Mm
0: -hmm.
2: right I definitely don't think it's our responsibility to educate anyone Uh -uh. um I think if something happens as fans if we care enough we can like call call out the group or the company and say hey this is wrong or whatever but it's not our job to educate anyone in 2021 y'all can hire and pay someone for that right Right. (laughs) We were to like as K pop fans, if we were to go and try to educate everyone that does something wrong, we would literally go crazy because something is happening like every other day, I feel like.
0: Yeah, Uh, I feel like I'm losing my mind on Stan (laughs) Twit sometimes. So Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, any final thoughts? I think we can wrap it up here. Anyone have anything they want to get off their chest?
2: Uh, I don't know, good talk y'all It's just, it's always so nice to talk Anyways about like K-pop and stuff But it's especially nice to talk to Black K-pop fans and address the issues That we, you know, see And even the things that make us excited About K-pop, so, just feels nice That's all I appreciate it
0: (laughs) Anybody else? Thanks mm-hmm. for having
4: us. Yeah, yeah this was so, so much fun. Really appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. our yeah. opinion like, matters. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, we don't want you on.
0: Yes, black voices matter. Okay, <laughs> these companies know that. Um, so definitely don't stay silent out there online. Like, keep doing what you're doing. Don't be afraid to like speak up or whatever. Like, because if we're not gonna stand up for ourselves, and who will? Honestly, right. right period um, and we gotta stick together yeah like. don't be
2: afraid to find your black k-pop friends they're out there
0: exactly mm-hmm. yep all right well i think we can wrap it up here y'all Yay. that was great Bye. <laughs> that was great all right so there it is our black army panel conversation um great topic it was so much fun that was one of the topics that i had been like looking forward to doing for quite a while because we had it on our list to do it for a while so i was really happy that we had the opportunity to do it this month um especially with like doing it with black and k-pop it-, it just all worked out really well
1: yeah i would say it was our first time being part of a coalition. This. We've had our friends on the podcast in the past as well, but I would say this was one of our first formal formal-ish interviews, right? <laughs> but it was it was really fun and really rewarding to hear what everyone has to say and um push ourselves to research um you know, various topics and it it was a great time. I really enjoyed the entire month.
0: Yeah, it was great. I know we like have one of our goals set to like get into like doing like more collaborations and things like that so i know this wasn't you know like an outside project but i also want us to like improve our own interview skills so i think this gave us um a better opportunity to do so like yeah like you said we had friends on in the past but that was just kind of like us you know <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out, just doing whatever. Like <laughs>
1: yeah, when I think back, I think we were literally chilling in your basement. For yeah, your birthday party last year. So I'm like, does that count as an interview? And I was like, this is my favorite interview we've had. <laughs> And I was like, well, it's kind of our only. And then I was like, well, we did have other guests in the past, but yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So first of hopefully many more to come. Um, like I said, great topic. Um, also. It's like our, well, Black and the K-Pop already ended, but <laughs> this is like officially the end, I guess. But, you know, we'll keep it up for the rest of the year. Like, you know, touching on like, like issues and stuff and um, keep in touch with the rest of the podcasters involved in the coalition. And Hopefully we'll do it again next year. So I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Same. Same.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we will officially end it here we'll be back next week with more fun and exciting content you know we got to get back on our bts updates yep. train <laughs> after a month-long break there's so much to talk about there's so much that's happened in like the last month I mean, even within the last week there's just so much that's been going on so i'm looking forward to it
1: yeah I, I know i i am also looking forward to it it sounded uncertain and there was a pause but i'm just thinking about how much there will be to talk about,
4: it's
0: about <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh boy all right well that'll do it for today's episode of girls with fun and we will see you next week
1: see you next time bye, bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We're so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Once again, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls with Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls with Fun Podcast.
0: If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. If you have an idea for an episode or you want to share your thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, slide into our DMs or email us at girlswithfunpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us and see you next time.